Greetings, dear, dear listeners, and welcome to another episode of The Working Experience, a very warm, open-arm audio embrace and a squeeze. This episode is brought to you by my company, One Circle Media. One Circle Media is a hybrid digital agency and media content creator. We create and design apps, websites, videos, social media content, and physical products. We are artists, directors, designers, producers, coders, editors, thinkers, makers, and creators who embrace story and creativity from design, web and app development, animation, docs, features, TV shows, digital and social media content to physical products. For our clients, we create content that builds networks and audiences across multiple platforms. Check out our work at OneCircleDigital.com and OneCircleBrand.com. If you work for a network, studio, brand, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain, reach out to me at John at OneCircleMedia.com. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Working Experience. The Working Experience. Route 93 North is almost at a standstill. It's a rough one out there this morning. Snow and sleet. There is no service on the... Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Uh, Yeah, folks, we're going to be a few minutes. We have train traffic ahead of us. We should be moving shortly. John, we need that report ASAP. Where are we on that presentation? Dan, HR wants to see you. Did you return that email yet? We have a team meeting at 10. To stay late, Bob. Teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) They're moving in a different and after the meeting, we'll have a breakout session. Where are my hot pockets? This microwave is disgusting. Oh, God, what's that? He was wow. living his toenails at his desk. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. I can't. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Working Experience Podcast. This is Maddie Kay, and I'm reading a piece here today by Kimberly Brown. Uh, she is a writer, gives advice for a publication called The Cut, and I believe her column is called Your Next Move, if I'm reading this correctly. It says, Kimberly Brown helps women and people of color to be seen in the workplace, make more money, and become leaders. I have a question for her, and then you can email her. Um, so this one popped up, and I... Excuse me. (coughs) Sorry, Monica, you can edit that out. Um, Someone wrote to her and it said, my manager won't address my coworkers' unprofessional behavior. I think most of us have been in this position before where it's, you know, maybe somebody else isn't doing their job and you kind of end up doing their job and nobody will take any responsibility for it. I've never been a manager in large part for this very reason. I really don't like dealing with these things or, you know, someone says something to somebody or whatever the case may be. Unprofessional, what does it say again? Unprofessional behavior. That's a pretty broad term. Um, I guess what I've experienced, yeah, is, is working alongside somebody who's like taking excessive breaks. They disappear for long periods of time and something is supposed to get done and 
you don't want to be a tattletale, you know, or you're involved in some group project and somebody's not pulling their weight. I mean, you don't want to be the, the kid in the class who runs to the teacher. You know, you don't want to have to say to the manager, well, so-and-so wasn't doing her job or so-and-so didn't do what he said he was going to do. And it, it becomes an issue. I mean, managers are supposed to deal with that. That's their job. They're supposed to manage people. Uh, some of them seem to like the title and the paycheck, but they don't like to do what it is they're actually supposed to do. So, this is from Q. I would like to read this letter from Q. It's interesting. Or this email letter. I'm always dating myself. God. It says, Hi, Kimberly. I recently accepted a very low-paying job at a higher education institution. I have always wanted to work for. Although this role is very important to the institution, I didn't know until I received my formal offer outlining salary and benefits that it was considered entry level. I'm trying to maintain a positive outlook and think of this role as a stepping stone to get where I want to be in my career. Another reason I wanted to work for the institution is that they offer free tuition for dependents, and I have twin teenagers who will graduate high school in two years. The thing is, so many people that I work with directly are younger than me, age 25 to 30, and are very immature, loud, and unprofessional. Jokes, long lunch breaks, attire, etc. I'm 38 and very proud, and I feel like I was hired because I'm a little bit older and more mature. The supervisors do not address the other employees' behavior, and while they haven't approached me about it directly, I feel like they look to me to develop or model for the younger people in the office. I hate feeling like this, and I don't want to remain in this low-paying job. What should I do respectfully? Q. You know, one uh, thing I would say is, and again, I'm not giving advice. I'll, I'll read Kimberly's advice, but I sort of feel like, because I've actually, I'm remembering another time um, I was teaching and another teacher really was not doing his job and the principal kind of asked me to speak to him and I, don't, I didn't say this, but my reaction was in my head, I didn't hire this guy, you did. Like not only did you hire him the first year and he really didn't work out, you hired him back for the second year. Plus, he was about 20, 25 years older than me. I was, you know, this was a while ago. And, you know, that's kind of my overarching um, response to managers who are like that. It's like, look, man, you hired these people. I didn't. And if you have a problem with what they're doing, you address it. Don't expect other people to. Sometimes what you hear, what I've heard higher up say is, oh, we thought we'd let you handle it. it that is code for i don't want to do my job because it's awkward it's like no you're getting paid more than me you're the administration you are the managers whatever they are you do it don't in this very dishonest way try to make it seem like oh well we just thought we'd step back and you know let you guys handle it the different departments handle it no 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 do your job Hi Q. So this is Kimberly's response. Hi Q. First and foremost, congratulations on getting a position at an institution that you've been wanting to work for. I understand how competitive the interview process can be, having worked at prestigious universities during my time 
in higher education. You got your foot in the door, even though the salary is low with the added benefit of tuition remission for your two children, this move is likely a winning situation. Now about your office environment, 38 is not old. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly, because I'm 48. Glad to hear 38 isn't old. Uh, 38 is not old, and if you were feeling discriminated against due to your age, we'd be having a very different conversation. You may never know the exact reason why your manager hired you, but your guess may be somewhat accurate. That's always something to keep in mind. There are often forces going on that have nothing to do with you. There are other reasons that people have. A lot of times, like when people lose their job, they're quote-unquote downsized, laid off, whatever it is. It's not your job performance or anything like that. Um, it's because oftentimes, like someone else is waiting in the wings, there's politics going on, whatever it is. So it, that's hard to deal with. Um, you wish people would just be upfront about things, but quite often that's not the case. While a manager generally doesn't hire someone to model behavior in an office environment, they may hire someone more experienced to lighten their own workload and serve as a successor in their role. Knowing that your coworkers aren't conducting themselves in a professional manner and may not be thinking about their next career move, <clears throat> use this opportunity to step up. There are two ways you could approach this situation. Do nothing and use their immature behavior to your advantage or address the issue head on. Option one allows you to focus on your job and position yourself for your next role in the institution. I believe your age is an advantage in a workplace that skews younger because you can leverage experiences that your peers haven't had yet to move to the next level. Ask yourself the following questions. Are there projects or processes that can be improved at my workplace? What projects do my managers find the most stressful and challenging? Do my interests align with the needs of the institution? If you're unsure what those needs are, schedule a meeting to ask. Aligning your interests with the needs of the institution and your manager helps position you as a leader and an asset to the team. Alternatively, you can address your colleagues' behavior and take an active part in improving the office environment. I'd be curious to know if your managers are okay with their conduct. Having a laissez-faire attitude may be just how may just be how the organization operates. I've consulted and worked for companies where everyone runs 10 minutes late and lunches last 60 to 90 minutes, even if the employee handbook says these breaks should be 45 to 60 minutes long. Many companies are trying to create an environment where people can come to work as their most authentic self. I wonder if that includes sweatpants. <laughs> To some, that may be jarring and go against traditional workplace norms, while to others, it's exciting that the workplace is more casual and informal. I recommend having a conversation with your manager in which you ask questions about the norms in the workplace versus pointing fingers at your new colleagues. You don't want to come across as the disgruntled employee who's not down with how the office is being run. If your manager notes that they are working to address the team member's behavior, Ask how you can assist in making the office a better workplace for all. If they indicate that the office environment is just fine, however, this would be the time to tell your manager how distracting it is for you. Keep the focus on how your colleagues' behavior affects your work and purpose 
and propose solutions. If one of your peers coming back late from lunch impacts scheduled meetings, say so. If it annoys you because you just wish everyone would adhere to the rules, then you can skip this piece of feedback. Remember, you can only control yourself and your own behavior. Your goal in this role is to get in and move up. Keep your eyes on the prize and don't allow anyone or anything to distract you from that objective. I think what I would zero in on there is like the, the whole idea of their behavior directly impacting how you're able to do your job. Like I scheduled a meeting with Joe at one o'clock. Guy didn't come back from lunch until 1.30, 2 o'clock, and I already had another meeting scheduled rather than just complaining about it because you don't like it. I had some colleagues complaining about a different colleague because he wasn't coming to meetings. And apparently there was some reason for that. And quite honestly, I really didn't care if the person came to meetings or not. Like it really didn't impact me. I had to go to the meeting anyway. Um, it was just sort of sniping, kind of jealousy kind of thing. And there, I guess, may have been a very legitimate reason for that, for that he couldn't come to meetings. So again, if you're complaining about something like that and it really doesn't impact you, I could see a manager saying, like, why do you care? Uh, if it's a matter of like, hey, look, I'm trying to get work done and these people are doing TikTok videos in the office and it's really distracting and I was on a Zoom meeting with somebody, a client or a prospective student, and they heard that in the background. Okay, you know, now you got something specific to say. I guess I'll leave it with this. Be specific. Like, what is it specifically that annoys you, and why does it annoy you? All right, everybody, I hope that helps. Um, I'll be reaching out to Kimberly Brown because I think she'd be an awesome guest to have on an episode of the Working Experience Podcast. All right, everybody, take care and enjoy your week. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of The Working Experience. We'd like to thank our sponsors, One Circle Media. If you work for a studio, network, startup, or corporation and are looking for a partner to create media that will build, engage, and entertain your audience, reach out to me at john at onecirclemedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And that's it. The end. The sweet end. Until our next audio encounter.